Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My life is better. I like it better. You know, Jesus makes life sweet. That's one of the things about the Holy Spirit is he can take the bitter waters and make them sweet. Some of you up until now, the last 12 months, the last 12 years, they've been bitter. Maybe you're bitter Betty. Maybe you're negative Nancy. But no more. No more. Tonight, the Lord's going to make it sweet. Mm. Mm. That's real good. You know, the Lord didn't lead the, the children of Israel into the land of uh, lemons and sour stuff. It was a land filled with milk and honey. Sweet stuff. You know, you fall in love with somebody because they're sweet, not cranky. Amen? Have a seat, if you can. Well, some of you, I saw that you raised your hands, and it's your first night tonight. I'm Reverend Melissa Sinney, and uh, James Bond for Jesus, my husband. Uh, he's in Tampa tonight. We're based in Tampa out of the River Tampa Bay Church. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown is my pastor. And uh, my second boss, my husband, is fulfilling his ministry there. Uh, he's in the Bible school at the River Tampa Bay. So he'll be here with us later this week. If you didn't have an opportunity to meet him last time when I was here. Who was here that last Sunday that I preached last year? A lot of you. Some of you, this is your first time hearing me. And if you weren't here last night, you don't know this, but you're going to know now. You like me. <laughs> and if you don't like me, it's because you don't know me yet. And guess what? I like you. I like you. Say, he loves me. He, loves me. he likes me. He likes me. And he thinks I'm cute. I wasn't going to go that way, but that song opened something. You know, everything that God did for you in Christ, he did it because he loves you. He heals you because he loves you. He makes provision for you because he loves you. I think I said last night, if anybody tells you they love you and they don't give you something, they're lying. They tell you they love you and they don't want to share their sandwich or their Reese's peanut, peanut butter cup. They lying. Whatever your little sweet treat is that you like. You know, the Bible says the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he is a, a lover, not a fighter. I thought Jesus, he was, he was tough. He went to hell. Yeah, he did. He snatched the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Right? But because he loves you, he didn't go, okay, hey, I love you guys. Um, I'm going to go to heaven. Call me uh, on my break if you need me. No, he says, all power in heaven and earth was given to me, and I what? I give it to he didn't need it. He already had it. He came to the earth, not for himself, but for you. And when you get a revelation of how much God loves you, it makes it easy to receive. You know, when you come from a good family where you know your mother and your father love you, it makes you bold, makes you confident. It does. It gives you a boldness. It gives you a confidence. 
You're afraid to ask anybody for something if you're not sure if they love you. Right? But tonight is your night. I said last night, I came to get my stuff. You know why I had to say that? Because pastor pulled it out of the spirit. He says, I'm going to get mine. I don't know what you're going to get. I'm going to get mine. And what you get tonight's not up to me. It's up to you. And I don't know what you need, but the Holy Ghost knows what you need. And he's going to customize and tailor this message every night, every service, just to you. There was a young man in the church. He was here last night. I believe he's here again this night. Don't shout out loud. Nobody will know it's you. But he came to me after the service and he said, you know, uh, Reverend Melissa, you know what you said? You, you got me. It was, it was just for me. Well, I said a couple of things that just like nailed him. And so if I say something tonight, you think, you know what? I know, Pastor, she's been riding with him back and forth from the church. She told him all about my counseling sessions. No. But the Holy Ghost knows what your problem is better than what you think you know your problem is. And he knows how to fix you better than you think you can fix yourself. Because you don't want to produce any more Ishmael's. And some of you are in the trouble that you're in because you've lived your whole life so into the flesh. And now your Ishmael is fighting with your Isaac. Isaac was the son of promise. Isaac was the son born of the promise from the word of God to Abraham and Sarah. But how many of you know that everybody thinks they can help God out? He doesn't need your help. He just needs you to obey him. And he wants your obedience and your sacrifice. And a lot of times you don't feel like speaking the word. And once you finally get your Isaac, once you get your thousand rand, oh, that's my, oh, I've been obeying God. I got that thousand rand. And the Holy Ghost says, give it to me. <laughs> Take your Isaac and put him on the altar. You know, I, um, don't be nervous if you're a single lady. I don't believe this will be your testimony. But I was single until I was 45. And the one thing that I had burning in my heart so strong, besides my ministry and my call, is I wanted to be married. But you know what? Sometimes, and you know what? It's God's will to be married. It's God's will to have a covenant partner. That's part of the blessing. You can't multiply and be fruitful by yourself. That's why Adam and Steve don't work. They can't multiply. But God wants your worship to be to him, not the things that he gives you. And sometimes you worship the thing that God has for you more than you do him. God, you, you obey God for a little bit, live for the Lord a little bit, you get you a thousand rand in your pocket. Oh, you live in large, supercharge. I'm going to blow that money on some Gucci. I'm going to take myself and get some South African steak. Hey, I've been to SA. It's delicious food. This wasn't, I'm here to preach faith. But you know, faith is acts of obedience. Sure is quiet. It's Presbyterian church. No, this is a Pentecostal Holy Ghost and fire church. So tonight as I'm ministering and speaking, the Spirit of God may say, you know what, that thing right there, he's going to touch something, and he's going to say that, that right there, I want it. Yeah. 
Are you willing to put it on the altar? Or do you worship that more than you worship God? Because I had to put the desire to want to be married on the altar. I said, God, if I never get married, I'm going to do the will of God for my life. I'm not going to sit here in my house or my apartment and say I did or didn't do this because I was married or I wasn't married. Or my daddy didn't love me or my mom and dad. Uh-uh, that doesn't work with God. And feeling sorry for yourself and worshiping your feelings above the word doesn't work. And that may be the thing you need to put on the altar tonight because you exalt your feelings in the way I feel and I've been hurt and I'm rejected. And, you know, your mom was a woman of God, but my mom beat me. Well, at least she didn't abort you. She had you. (laughs) Forgive her and move on. Put it on the altar. You can't try to extract from people something you can only get from God. And you know what? I got a revelation of pastor. I wanted to be married so much because I just wanted somebody to love me. But you know what? I figured out God loves me. Whether anybody else loves me or not, we simpatico. He's my boo. I'm your boo. And when you get a revelation of that, it'll draw the right people to you. But when you got a spirit of rejection and you've got unforgiveness and everybody hurts you and everybody's going to walk on eggshells around you, don't say that. She's sensitive. <laughs> Nobody can correct you. You know, people correct you because they love you. Love will correct you. That's what Pastor was saying. Well, you know, they shouldn't have talked so rough with me. They asked me to serve in the children's church again. Don't they know I need a break from my kids? Well, you should have prayed that through before you got in the sheets. Is that okay? We're going to have to edit that from Faith Speaks Conference. Check the tape. Check the tape. But you know what? Life gets better. Life gets sweeter when you don't have to think about you all the time. And the first place your faith needs to work is on you. And a lot of times you think you know what's wrong with you. I thought I knew what was wrong with me. I just need to get married, Pastor. That's going to fix all my problems. Maybe give me a little honey with some money. (laughs) Stimulate all the economies. How many of you know if I would have got married in that state, I would have destroyed a marriage? A lot of you, oh, God's called me to start a business, but you're not faithful at the job you got. So the first place your faith needs to work is it needs to work on you. Do you know who my favorite preacher is now these days? I got a new broadcast. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Faith Speaks. <clears throat> and we're on direct TV now. Glory. Shakata brasota. But you know what? So I've had to listen to a lot of my own preaching. And you know what? I was just myself. I thought, my God. I said to my husband, I said, you know what, if I start acting up, just put my own preaching on. I'll sort myself out. (laughs) It's true. 
You know why? Because your voice is your address in the realm of the spirit. And when I hear myself preaching, that word that is written on the tablet of my heart, it comes back to me. And it cuts and divides between what is my soul and my spirit. And you have to do that. You don't get a free pass just because you're a preacher. So the first place your faith needs to work is on you. So I said, you think you know what your problem is? Well, you know, my problem is I'm sad. I ain't got no money. Money's going to fix all my problems. Well, not if you got a spirit of poverty. There's a lot of people that got a lot of money, but they don't know how to keep it, and they don't know how to multiply it because they're greedy. I got my flats on tonight so I can. Faith speaks. We have the same spirit of faith. We believe, therefore we. I believe the Lord. He loves me. If he gave you Jesus. There's no good thing he'll withhold from you. But you let the devil punk you. You're ugly. You're fat. You're poor. You came from a bad family. You know, you live in a bad part of town. You know, they always been on food stamps. You've always needed government assistance. No, boo. Poppy loves me. And I get what I want. He says he gives you the desires of your heart. My desire to get married, it's godly and it's right. But you've got to give your desires back to him. You want some money, but what do you want to use it on? Getting high and smoking crack again? Binging on Netflix? Or do you want to set up treasures in heaven? Because this isn't all there is. I like designer stuff. It wasn't made for the devil's crowd. But you know what? That doesn't make me. I make it. Faith speaks. So you think you know what's wrong with you, but the Holy Ghost knows how to fix you from the inside out. And that's why it's important. After you get born again, who in here is born again? You've made Jesus your Lord and Savior. And if you haven't, tonight's your night. If you ain't waving your hand, I'm going to come get you during the Arthur car because I ain't scared of you. The girls in the middle are like, I'm saved, I'm saved, please don't come get me. So after you get born again, how do you get born again? You believe in your heart, confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God. I talked about last night, Genesis 1:26. God said, let us make man in our image. What makes you different from a dog or a cat or a pig? And you ain't running around going, oink, 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 oink. <laughs> is you're a speaking spirit like God. So after you get born again, your first confession is to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. You get your tongue, which is the rudder of your life. Your life will never go where your words have not been. Do you know every nation I ever went to, I went there first in prayer? My words took me there. I married the right guy because I kept my words in line with the word of God. Because I had an opportunity to marry an Ishmael more than one. So you get born again, believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth, in your language, whether it's Spanish or English or German or uh, Afrikaans, whatever your thing is. 
But once you get born again, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Not just you can go, na, 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 na. The Holy Ghost wants your tongue. Because you know you'll pray and speak out things in other tongues you would never say in English. You would never dare ask in Spanish. You know why? Because your flesh don't want it. Lord, burn out that lust in my heart. You know, every time you're praying in tongues, you ain't just praying for somebody in Africa. Most of the time you're praying in tongues, you're praying for you. Lord, get rid of my nasty attitude. I'm unsubmitted to my husband. I'm not submitted to God. Burn that out of me. I thank you. Being filled with the Holy Ghost isn't just for you to roll around the church. The Bible says building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Faith is deposited in your heart in a seed form through the word of God and the uh, rhema word. The rhema word is the word that he got. That thousand rand, I want it. Well, God don't need my money. He don't. He don't need your money. But you need what God's got. The rhema word, the spoken word, the word of God comes in your heart in a seed form. So you have faith deposited in your heart, but how do you get it out and get it working? So what I'm doing is I'm drawing out by faith in other tongues, words. You know, the Bible said about John and Isaiah, it says, I hear the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And the way that God has for you, the path that God has for you, your stinking thinking is blocking it. And the Holy Ghost wants to bypass your head and hook your tongue to the Holy Ghost to pray out the plans of God so that the crooked places are made straight. The high places are made low. The stumbling blocks are removed. But you too cute. You know, that speaking in tongues, I don't know if I believe all that. Oh, you know, I am filled with the Holy Ghost, but only when the song's, like, really good. <laughs> My life is better, bro, coche. Like it better. And the Holy Ghost at home says, uh, get up and make your husband breakfast. You're like, I don't hear you. You know, the Holy Ghost is smarter than you. And if you just listen to him, he'll make you look smart. And he'll take you from where you are now to where you're supposed to be. Ha. Sobre ikana ma'ansite. Rosha kastenda paria. Ha ha. Esula maha, ne ika ne usta, ne come forward, come forward, abahaha, new, 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 kareve ya a. The Holy Ghost says, I'm calling and drawing up something new in the both of you. Ha, hey, ya ya, ha ha, kere, and you've got it. Well, what did she say? What did that mean? None your business. You know, a lot of stuff you don't need to know because you'd mess it up. Yeah. You know, when I went to go meet my husband, I didn't know I was going to meet my husband. And I think I know everything. I, I, I operate in certain things. I see and know stuff. You know, when the Lord sent me on that ministry trip to preach in Switzerland, I had no idea I was going to meet my husband. If I did, I would have fasted for 21 days, so I was skinnier. 
You laugh because he's the same way. But you know what? I was skinny and still got with Ishmael's. And it was important for me to know that the spirit of God put me in my husband's heart, not my flesh. Now, I'm not saying don't look cute for your boo. You need to. Do you know the spirit of God was speaking to me about you two tonight? Get up here right now. I had your headband on today. Ha rekishe nu usapala monsto ringin tam prain city esekande este nu rekini nu you're going to see yourself differently. Ha. Yeah. The desires of your heart. The desires of your heart. And money cometh now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, I love the Holy Ghost. As far as I know, they don't live here. I think they live in Tampa. I don't know where they live now. Last time I heard, I thought they lived in the Tampas. But the Holy Ghost was in their future talking to me about them in my hotel room tonight when I was getting ready. You know what she did? See, a lot of times we don't notice that the natural and the supernatural, they're connected. The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. I saw her at church in Tampa, and she had this cute headband on. It looked like a little crown. I thought, ooh, that's cute. I need one of those. I said, oh, my goodness, that's so cute. I love it. It's got jewels. I love the color. Where can I get that? She goes, I'm going to give it to you. I said, all right, I'll receive it. Some of you try to have that fake humility. Oh, no, 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 please. I, I, I just, come on, I, I know you wanted it. I wanted it. That's where I asked where can I get one? And the Lord spoke to her. She said, here you go. I said, thank you. And I think I prayed for her right then. I know I did. But you know that her gift gave her access in my heart. And I'm getting ready for a meeting in another city, and God's speaking to me about her and her gift and her husband. And then they show up here tonight. The Holy Ghost is in your future. My life is better. I like it better. When I am following you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I like it. When you live out of your spirit by the Holy Ghost, because the Word of God is your compass and the Spirit of God is leading you. Stand up, man of God. Ha. Huh. Tune, 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 tune. Tune, tune, tune. Ha. The Spirit of God is tuning you. New uh, frequencies. Ha, re, shelinda. No, osap, hari, sakainze. Edan, riunde. And new places in the spirit. Pastor, come put your hands on his belly. There's places in the realm of the spirit. The Holy Ghost wants to take you in prayer that your pastor operates in. And it's time for you too. 
As he puts his hands on your belly, even your praying in tongues, your tones and your sounds, your language and your words will change too. Amen. Hallelujah. Rush. Sonakate. Shelemaha. Sekereve. Broshekabaraya. Aren't you glad you got filled with the Holy Ghost last night? My life is better. I like it better when I am following you. See, I knew I liked this church. led you here tonight the spirit of God led your pastors to have these meetings things that have been out of order come into divine order tonight hallelujah hmm Will you help me get back up here real quick? I'm just going to come this way. It's quicker. Ha mm-hmm. ha. Uh-huh. Thank you. Woo! You know, sometimes you just need a boost, okay? And the Holy Ghost will boost you. That's why praying in the Holy Ghost is important. Because when you build yourself up, say build yourself up, on your most holy faith, Praying in the Holy Ghost. The Amplified Classic says this. Listen. It says, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Make progress. If you feel like you're stuck. If you feel like things aren't moving. You've been praying and confessing the words. But there are things in operation you don't know about. But the Holy Ghost. So they didn't know I was wearing her headband tonight. I don't even know what they're doing here. I'm going to ask them later. But you know what? The Holy Ghost led them. And he's leading you. You know, it was services just like this where God was marking me for my ministry. Many of you in this room are called to full-time ministry because the size of this church right now isn't the size it's staying. And we're going to need you to grow up to put on your spanks, to put on your big boy overalls, and we need to put you in key places of leadership. But you got to submit to the process. You can't spend all your free time playing video games and binging on Netflix. You're going to have to fill yourself with the word and pray in the Holy Ghost. And it's a discipline. Your flesh never feels like it. Anybody in here who's buff and swole, uh, they got that way not because they consulted their flesh every time before they went to the gym. You know, when I was at Rama, I went to Rama in 98. I graduated in 2000. I was so mad and disgusted because I didn't meet my husband at Rama Bridal Training Center. And like eight of my best friends at school, they all got married. I didn't have anywhere to go, and I didn't have anybody to do it with. But the Holy Ghost had a plan for me. He was leading me, say, leading me. You know, it takes faith to be led by the Spirit. I think my lash is coming off. I got to fix that. (laughs) 
And the Spirit of God said this to me after I graduated. No husband, no prospects, or at least nobody to write home about. And the Spirit of God said to me, I'm praying, Lord, what do I do? 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 You know what the Holy Ghost said to me? And I believe he's saying this to you. Stay, serve, sow, and grow. Let me say that again. That's the Holy Ghost. Stay. Many of you have gone and bounced from place to place, ministry to ministry, job to job, church to church, and you stuck. You keep moving, but you're stuck. Your life's not making progress. Your marriage is still a mess. Your finances, you're still broke. Because the Bible says those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish like a palm tree. If your life is not flourishing, it's because you're not planted. I never grew spiritually until I got planted in the house of God. And I started tithing and giving. Tell the truth, shame the devil. And I ain't the pastor here. Stay, serve, sow, and grow. And I stayed and served and worked at Ramah at the prayer and healing center for seven years. Still single at the end of year seven. I'm like, Lord, what's up? But I was serving, I was sowing, and I was growing. So during that time, towards the end of my time there, when I worked at the prayer and healing center, we, um, Brother Hagen started that, Kenneth E. Hagen, he started that Bible school. And at the prayer and healing center, what do you think happened there? Don't try to get too deep. Prayer and healing. See, that's some of y'all's problem. Y'all try to make everything so weird. You're the deep sheep. Pastor said something to me earlier in the car on the way here. He said, uh, what's that word? Tequila. I said, did you say tequila? What? So at the prayer and healing center, I was serving and working there. And every day we had healing school twice a day. And people, it was a room like this, and people would come. He didn't say tequila. He don't drink no tequila no more. Don't be nervous. He's holy, and he is deep. That's how I became the pastor of all these sheep. Dios mío. I have to talk to my editors, editors, editors. So I was spending a lot of time ministering to the sick, people who were terminally ill every day. And just to do that, I was praying in tongues anywhere between a minimum of one hour to two hours a day. Minimum. Just to keep up with the spiritual demand that was being made on me. Because when you're ministering to people who, like, they came to you as a last resort, like they figure out the doctors finally can't help them, and they come in the room, and they got breast cancer, and their breasts is eat up, and you can smell their rotted flesh, you better be packing. So to keep up with the spiritual demand, I was praying about one to two hours a day and spending a lot of time in the Word. And one day I got moody. And I was in my apartment feeling sorry for myself. I think I was making like a Walmart high top pizza. <laughs> don't say you don't eat when you're sad. I can see you lying. <laughs> and I was like, Lord. It looks like everybody else's life has moved forward but mine. And you might be looking around, it looks like her life is good. She got a husband. You, got, you don't know what's going on in everybody's life. Looks good on the outside, not so good on the inside. Lord, it looks like everybody else's life is moving forward but mine. 
I'm at Rama seven years. The Bible school was only two years. You see, I need a lot of help. But aren't you glad I obeyed that so when I got here, I just was correct? My life was in order. And so I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself. I know nobody in here has ever done that. Never. Lord, it looks like everybody else's life is going forward but mine. What's going on, Lord? I just something needs to break. I just feel like I'm stuck. And I was in the will of God. But it was time for me to move forward. You know, you can have like a holy irritation. You know, the thing that probably bothers you is the thing that you're probably called and anointed to fix. You know, I don't like the check-in system they got the children's church. Well, why don't you get on over there and serve on a regular basis and bring your supply, Mr. Tech Support? So I'm kind of, you know, waiting for my high top pizza to finish, feeling sorry for myself. And then a song came up in my spirit, just like we had in here. You know, the Bible says there's songs of deliverance. And a lot of times you get a song in your heart. The songs we sing in here, they'll come up with you for you later during the, when you're not in service during the week. And it's a song of deliverance for you. It's an answer. If you'll just sing it and say it, it'll lift you. Just like it did in here. So at prayer school, we used to sing this song. And Pastor Misty already told me, y'all sing during the middle service, so I'm just going to flow. And the song was this. My future looks good. My future looks bright. I'm walking with God all the days of my life. My future didn't look good. It didn't look bright. Nobody at my door with a big diamond ring. But I heard that song in my spirit, so I started singing it. And then I stopped for a minute to feel sorry for myself again. You know, you can stop the flow of the Holy Ghost with your flesh. But if you'll keep your tongue hooked to your spirit, And if you don't know how to do that, the word will be your guide. The Holy Spirit never leads you outside of the word of God. Well, I just can't hear God. You're a liar. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. And every time the devil says, you can't hear God, you missed it. You see, you missed it. Yo, no, devil. The word of God says in John 10, my sheep hear my voice. He's my shepherd. I hear the voice of the good shepherd. My father's voice and the voice of a stranger I never, say never, never never follow. I'm always, say I'm always, at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, doing the right thing. That's how you got here. That's how I got here. These are my friends. We simpatico. My faith friends. So I started feeling sorry for myself for a second. I was like, Lord, how am I ever going to make progress in the plan of God? So I went and threw myself on the bed, and I did what's called a flop and stop. Do you know what a flop and stop is? You don't know what a flop and stop is? In desperation, you open the Bible. Jude one twenty. Beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Keeping yourself in the love of God and make progress. Remember I said, I'm not making any progress. God out of his mercy. Make progress praying in the Holy Ghost. And the Spirit of God, when I read that, he said, if you want to make more progress, if you want to make more progress, spend more time praying in the Holy Ghost. I thought, my God, I'm tired as it is. 
throats drop, praying in tongues a lot. I'm preaching to people, ministering to people that are dying. Pray more in the Holy Ghost. The amount that I was praying in the Holy Ghost was just enough to maintain the level I was at. If you complain, you're going to remain and maintain where you're at. Hallelujah. You know, pastor's not going to have as much free time as he used to to meet with you all the time and sort you out. You're going to have to submit yourself to the tutelage of the word and the Holy Spirit and use your faith to bring your life into order. How do I do that? Now, you notice when I speak in tongues, I sound like I'm talking a language, don't I? It's not da 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 ba da 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 ba 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 which I prayed like that too. When you're a baby and you first start learning a language, it's very repetitious. Ma, ma, da, da, right? But after you do that two or three years, it's mama, daddy, mother, poppy. Can I have some ice cream? The more you do something, the more articulate, the more you speak a language, the more articulate you get. And praying in the Holy Ghost is an articulated language. It's unknown to you, but it's known unto God. Building yourself up, building yourself up. I feel so weak. Build yourself up. Edify yourself. Charge your spiritual battery by praying in the Holy Ghost. And so you don't always have to be like this. Sometimes it's like this. I'm edifying myself. I'm charging my battery. Some of you let your batteries get too low. You don't let your iPhone get that low. I feel so weak. And the more you speak in a language, the more articulate you get. Now, the Holy Spirit is not tongues. But when the Holy Spirit baptizes you in his fullness, it gives you boldness and power to be a witness. He comes with his language. When you came from South Africa, you came with your language, Afrikaans. When my husband came, he came with all his languages. He's got a repertoire. And I must have prayed that out in the Holy Ghost. And I thought I knew to ask for everything. But the cute little missionary girl, I never thought to ask God for a husband that could speak and read and write in five of the most basic languages used in the earth. And I'm smart, okay? And you know I'm cute. I didn't think to ask for that in my big confessions that I had, and I had them all. Thank you, Lord. My husband and I are united in one in spirit for the gospel's sake. My husband loves me as Christ loves the church. And the Lord's like, yes, amen, I got you. We got that. With what you're called to do with your husband so that you're united in one in spirit, he needs to have some extra languages that you don't have with tongues and Texan. In Russia, they speak. In China, they speak. Ding dong, ding ding ding. Yeah. The Holy Spirit has a language. And the Spirit of God, his responsibility is to take who Jesus is and make him a reality to you in your everyday life. And there was no other language in the earth that represented everything that you are in Christ except tongues. And it's unknown to you, but it's un not unknown to God. And you're only going to need it here. It says it's going to cease when we get to heaven. 
And these three things remain. Come on, y'all all so deep. Hope and love. Tongues going to cease. But God needs your tongue. You know, last night as I was ministering, the Spirit of God, I, I asked two people, I, I knew that you were not uh, filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in his fullness with power and boldness to be a witness with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And I know my brother received. You spoke in tongues. You a tongue talker now. <clears throat> but you can pray in tongues on purpose anytime you need to in faith, by faith, for the purpose and the plan of God for your life. And for pray for yourself. Pray for your marriage. Pray for your kids. Pray about your finances. You know, when you pray in tongues, you should pray in faith. When you tithe, you need to tithe in faith. When you give, you need to give in faith. Everything we do is by faith. Hebrews says this, by faith, through faith. By faith, through faith. By faith, through faith. Over 21 times in the book of Hebrews. So when you pray in tongues, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you got to do it by Now, I believe most of the people in this room are filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Am I right or wrong? If you're filled with the Holy Ghost and power and you speak in tongues, wave at me. If you don't and you want to, tonight's your night. Be being filled with the Spirit. And being filled with the Holy Ghost is not a one-time event. Just like being filled with your flesh isn't just a one-time. Building yourself up on your most holy faith. Holy faith. Holy faith. Faith unfeigned. Uncontaminated faith. Holy faith. Now, you know, I knew about confessing and speaking the word, and I had been praying for a husband according to the word of God for a long time. And my words and speaking the words and also saying by faith, thank you, Lord, I can't miss it. I'm only going to marry the right man for me. Kept me from marrying the wrong man. Remember I said last night, thank you. You, you upset you ain't married yet, but thank God you didn't marry Satan. Ask me how I know. Mm -hmm. But there were some things I couldn't figure out in my own head. There's some things that I couldn't compute with just this. I didn't know that my husband was a famous car designer on the other side of the world in Europe working in a local church. But the Holy Ghost did. So you know what I figured out? I was going to do two things. I was going to get radical. I thought, you know, I've been working these scriptures a long time. The word of God works. Kept me from marrying that weasel. But I'm going to spend more time praying in tongues for my husband. Do you know that the things that you've messed up in your own life, you know, in the natural, you can't unscramble an egg. There are some traps that you put yourself in through your own disobedience that you don't know how to get yourself out of. But if you'll just pray in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will unravel that for you. You're sick, you've been sick. You, don't, you can't figure out, I've been standing on the word. I don't, I don't know why. And you pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. And, and the Spirit of God speaks to your heart. You know you need to forgive your mother. <laughs> 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 
Well, no, my husband, I've, we've been agreeing about my healing. The word of God says, according to 1 Peter 2, 24, by whose stripes I am healed. But you keep disrespecting him. The Holy Spirit, he's an illuminator. You know what I love about the word of God is it's alive. I'm going to read you a verse from my Bible. I was going to talk all about faith, but you know what? This is faith. Faith in the will of God. Faith in the Holy Ghost. Faith in praying in the Spirit. Faith to move yourself from where you are today to where God has you. And this church is not the same. You aren't even staying in this church building. I just had to tell you that right now. It says the place where we are is not big enough for us. I got to bust up out of here. Well, no, don't stretch out the spanks you got. Get you a new pair. Get you some bigger ones. Just trying to relax these ladies. Some of them are still wearing girdles, so they can't breathe right. Just relax. Get you some spanks. It's got stretch in it. But God has me here because he's expanding you on the inside. Because everything you see out here, it happens in here first. Say, I have a call. I have a ministry. God brought me to this church on purpose for a purpose. And I'm going to fulfill my place, my part in this ministry. With my finances, with my sweet attitude. With my money. You know, if you were married and your husband took all his money and gave it to the girl that lived next door, you were like, bro, we got kids and a light bill over here. You know, if God's called you to this church and to this ministry and they're your pastors and you send your finances to somebody else on TV, you're out of order. I knew they were telling her stuff about me. I knew all they want was my money. All Walmart wants is your money. God wants your money because he wants your heart. Because the word of God says wherever your heart is, that's where your treasure is. Where your treasure is, your heart is. Where your heart is, your treasure is. That's how you know if your honey is giving all his money to the girl next door, you ain't got his heart no more, boo. Sister does down the street. Excuse me, screet. See, now he really likes me. In the beginning, Genesis 1. Some of you are like, my God, it's already 5 after 9. She's starting in Genesis 1-1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. How did he do it? The earth was out form. It was void. It was jacked up from the flow up. It was out of order like some of you, but we're going to get you fixed tonight. And darkness was on the face of the deep. My life, it looks so dark. It's so dark. I'm so sad. I'm so depressed. How do I get out of it? Listen. Listen. And the Spirit of God was hovering and moving over the face of the deep and the waters. The Holy Ghost is hovering over you. And he's stirring the waters, as pastors say. And he's getting you ready. 
Do you know no creation happened without the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the demonstrator of the word of God. And God and the Holy Spirit, the Father and Jesus, they're one. What happened? It says, and God said, what he say? What he say? Come on, tell me what he said. Oh, my God, it's dark out here. Gabriel, Michael, what are we going to do? What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? What are you going to do now? I ain't got no money. I ain't got no job. What am I going to do now? You're a speaking spirit like God. Say, let there be light. If it looks dark, don't say how dark it is. If you call for the darkness, you get more darkness. If you call for the light, light be. I'm preaching so good like my abs are getting tight. See, I cannot be defeated. And I will not quit. God said, God saw. God said, God saw. God said and God saw. God called. Brother Hagen always used to say this. If you don't like what your life looks like, check up on what you've been saying. Check up on what you've been saying. Well, Melissa, I've been speaking the word. Well, how much have you been praying in the Holy Ghost? Because the Holy Spirit wants to bypass your head and bust you open on the inside so he can do what he wants to do in you, through you, and to you to affect the earth because you're his ambassadors. And he wants clean hands and clean hearts. This is called pure church. And some of you got some junk in your well. And some of you think, you're, oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's the blood. Well. You got some iniquity hidden somewhere. But the Holy Ghost will uproot that. The fire of God will burn that out of your life. So you just don't smoke a little weed on the weekend. I got to relax. Girl, you know, I need my wine. It's rosé all day, boo. (laughs) Well, if you need a drink, open your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, hey, hey. That ain't just from Fat Albert. Remember, he used to go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and some of y'all stayed up till after midnight trying to Google what's a Ford Pinto. Don't waste your time trying to figure out who Fat Albert was. He was on uh, What's Happening. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the activator and the demonstrator of the word of God in your life. And he's the one that makes Jesus real to you. The world has to be taught to receive Jesus. The church has to be taught to receive and yield to the Holy Spirit. Fire, fire. We can go on the road together. Y'all see. 
time the Spirit of God prompts you, pray in the Holy Ghost. Mm, I'm tired. Mm, Some of you have fall- problems falling asleep tonight. Just start praying in tongues to be out. <laughs> Praying in the Spirit and speaking the Word is a discipline. When you get born again, you become a disciple. And you're going to have to pray in tongues on purpose and Speaking in the spirit is God's will for you. Remember I said I've been to 26 nations. I never went to them the first time in person on an airplane. The first nation I went to, I went to as a little girl. I had a vision of my future. I saw myself preaching in other nations. Then when I was at prayer school in Rama, when I was praying in the Holy Ghost, I would have many visions of the different countries and the nations I would be in. And I would begin to pray over Brazil. I would begin to pray over the Middle East. I would begin to pray over India. And a lot of times you think you're ready. You know, I graduated from Raymond. I'm ready to get married. I'm ready for a husband. I'm ready for international ministry. But the Holy Ghost was getting me ready. He's getting you ready. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. 